Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, I hope you had a great weekend. Gang's all here ready to go on this Monday, as we always do. Best and worst of the weekend, your opportunity to be part of the program. Whether you email us, you text us, or you decide to call us up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock, if you're chatting on Chat Row, or you're listening on any of our nearly 400 radio stations around the country. The Monday morning quarterback, Albert Breer, will stop by. And uh, Ross Tucker, our good buddy, from CBS and Westwood One will stop by as well. It's official overreaction Monday, and just like every Monday after week one of the NFL slate, plenty of performances to overreact to. The Eagles didn't look great against the Patriots. You have um, Joe Burrow, 82 passing yards, double-digit loss to the Browns. The Rams, they're not tanking. They pummeled Seattle in Seattle. The Lions, they won their Super Bowl Thursday night beating Kansas City in Kansas City. So every week we do this. Do you remember who had an unbelievable performance last year, week one? He threw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Carson Wentz. He's not in the NFL anymore. You're making that one up. No. He threw for 300 yards against the Jags, four touchdowns. The uh, Bears knocked off the uh, 49ers last year, week one. They ended the season with the number one overall pick. And they might be headed in that direction again. But that would be an overreaction. So just remember, a lot can happen from week one until January. Seaton, what's the poll question we're going to dive into hour one? Hour one, Dan, we're going to go with who had the worst Ooh. weekend? Right. Alabama. Ooh. It's a tough loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New York football giants. Oh, wow. That was a tough loss. 
You know, but there was no drama, at least. If you're a Giants fan, you didn't, you weren't on your edge of your seat or biting your knuck, and, you know, nails. Like, you know, it's pretty much over with in the first quarter. And you're like, all right, let me sit back a little bit here in the rain and uh, watch just how good the Cowboys are. What else? Uh, your Cincinnati Bengals got spanked. All righty. They did. The Browns. Be your Cleveland Browns. The uh, Browns beat the Bengals 24 to 3. The Browns have three wins by 21 or more points in the last 10 years. All three have come against the Cincinnati Bengals. Brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. This first hour brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something really awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Everything doubled. Cash back from trips to Ireland, restaurants in Ireland, all doubled. See terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. What else do you have, Seton? Well, we're still going to stick with this poll question, Dan. Okay. Um, how about these? Now, these two options, I'm not sure, should be on there. Maybe there's other options, though. The Steelers. Okay. Steelers had a rough weekend, but I don't know that there were on. Were there big expectations for them to be good this year? Big, I be think, great this year. I think there's sneaky expectations. This is where somebody at the end of the year would go. Yeah, I told you, keep an eye on the Steelers. I don't, I mean, that's a really tough division. Top to bottom might be the best division in football. Um, I expect the Steelers to be a playoff caliber team by the end of the year. Absolutely. Do I think they're a nine-win nine team? Yes. Ten-win team? Maybe. But to have the 49ers go in there and do what they did, and the Steelers played well in the preseason. The preseason was important to them. To see them be overwhelmed, overmatched, that was surprising. Yeah. Who else? The Chicago Bears. No. I know everybody's all in on Justin Fields and not, you know, not acknowledging Jordan Love and the, the overall talent of the Packers. I wasn't surprised at that at all. I mean, maybe that Green Bay made it look easier than uh, maybe what we thought, but I thought Green Bay was, you know, far Far better than the Bears, even the Bears at home. Yes. And, I mean, the, the Bears were terrible last year. Yeah. So, in terms of, like, a rebound year, I get, yeah, that would be cool. But I don't know that there was, like, big expectations for – there was some hope, maybe some promise with all the money that they had to spend and things like that. But. I think that people were surprised that Green Bay looked as good as they did, that Jordan Love looked comfortable, had three touchdown passes. See, that could be a best of the weekend right there. Yes. The Packers and Jordan Love, like, heck Yeah. Yeah, and and I don't know. This is what happens, though. We do overreact, but what what reaction is not an overreaction? If we say, oh, my God, they're really good, or oh, my gosh, they're not good at all. Like the Dolphins beating the Chargers, which was my pick last week of my favorite matchup, and it proved to be the best game of the weekend. Tua looked wonderful. Here's the Chargers being the Chargers. You're at home. You know, your last game prior to this, you couldn't stop anybody. You blew a big lead, and here we are again. You know? and, but give credit to Tua. He played well, and Tyreek Hill is uncoverable, uh, I think, in his words. here is. Uh, do we have Tyreek uh, talking about his performance uh, yesterday, Marv? We don't have it? Okay. 
Huh? We have Mike McDaniel talking about overreacting. Oh, well, sure. We'll do something that's uh, within the uh, team there. All fan bases kind of lose their mind week one, and it's totally understandable. But you have all of this buildup, um, and it's the first game, and you can you can really go sideways with your emotions um, when things don't work out your way. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still... I still hear a little Napoleon Dynamite when I I hear him. People are going to overreact, gosh. Do whatever I feel like. I mean, we just got to call a play. Look, man, he's like such an indie rocker. Like, he could have been in, like, he could have been in at the drive-in. You know, like, when his hair was a little longer in, like, the 90s or 2000s, he was, like, just running around in a leather coat and tight pants. What do you think his favorite band is? I bet it's in that... Do you think it's like the Pogues? I don't know. Maybe. Who doesn't love the Pogues? Well, but. Is it Morrissey? Yeah, maybe. It could be. He might be a big Smiths guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious who uh, Mike McDaniel, his favorite band is. Great question. We should have him on sometime and ask him. Uh, I like I like all genres. I do. Um, nice. So we got our poll question for hour one. Yeah, well, I think we're still kind of populating it because then there's some other people uh, or some other maybe uh, teams that I don't know if they might not have had the worst weekend, but it doesn't feel like they had a good weekend. Even the Eagles in a win doesn't feel like they had a good weekend, does it? I thought the Patriots were going to win that game. They're down 16 nothing, and I'm like, oh, boy, this isn't pretty. So much for the Tom Brady day in New England. And then they came back, and then when you're expecting them to do something, then they didn't. Eagles didn't look very good, even though you got to win a new win. That's all you want to do, just escape. And I know we love to give style points, and Philadelphia didn't earn any style points. And Jalen Hurts had a couple of moments where you're going, what are you doing? Uh, Joe Burrow, you can't go from being uh, signing a contract, the highest paid player in the game, and you throw for 82 yards. Uh, it was a total team effort uh, or lack of team effort by the Cincinnati Bengals. But the Browns can play defense. And as much as I don't like Deshaun Watson, the person, it, you can't factor that in when you look at the expectations or the potential for the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson has proven he can be a top five quarterback. Nick Chubb is a top five running back. Amari Cooper is a top 10, 15 wide receiver. And the defense with Miles Garrett is really good. I don't know if they have a great head coach, but Jim Schwartz is a great defensive coordinator, great tack, uh, track record, and they shut down the Bengals. You know, this whole you know, trash talking that Jamar Chase referred to the Browns as the elves because they had that mascot and, uh, you know, all of a sudden <laughs> Miles Garrett's upset about, you. what do you call us? You called us elves? And I'm thinking, really? I mean... That's how you're going to get fired up? Opening week against the Bengals? A Super Bowl caliber team? Yeah, all right. Wait, would you call us the Elves? Yeah, now I'm fired up. I don't know what they're going to use to get fired up the rest of the season, but, uh, boy, don't make fun of the Cleveland Browns calling them the Elves. Yes, Paulie? I don't know if the Buccaneers had a great weekend. If you're a Buccaneers fan, you're thinking, (laughs) hey, man, we're probably playing for Caleb Williams in the draft this year. We're battling Arizona. Mm. And you stole a win from Minnesota at Minnesota, which Minnesota gave away. And the Rams in Seattle, that shocked me. You don't have Cooper Cup. 
and you go up there, uh, and Matthew Stafford apparently on the same page with his younger teammates, and they were able to uh, come up with a very, very surprising win. Yes, Paul? Who in the room before today, including me, has heard of a gentleman named Puka Nakua? Puka Nakua. Sounds like BYU. Very good. Very Polynesian of you. Yeah, BYU. Puka Nakua is filling in. Classic BYU. Yes. Uh, My man, uh, Puka Nakua, is filling in for uh, Cooper Cup. He had 15 targets. He's a rookie. He's a fifth-round draft pick for the L.A. Rams. Yeah. Ten catches, 119 yards. Third guy in history to have a debut with 10 or more catches. Yeah, it was impressive. About that. I do have updated Super Bowl odds, courtesy of DraftKings, um, in case anybody wants to guess. And you know what I was looking at? The number of teams that uh, didn't make the uh, playoffs last year, but they won this weekend. Uh, Eight teams that didn't make the playoffs last year won this past weekend. And nine teams won road games. Uh, Always impressive. Uh, Only... uh, Two other seasons have featured 10 or more teams winning on the road in week one. And you have the game tonight where the Buffalo Bills are favored by two and a half against the Jets. Over under 46 and a half. Thought it might be a little more than that, but uh, 46 and a half. Here's the odds to win the Super Bowl, according to DraftKings. Anybody want to guess? Marvin, I'll start with you. The odds to win the Super Bowl. These are updated odds after uh, yesterday and last night. 49ers. Yes. Chiefs? No, they're third. Bills? They're fourth. Eagles? They're second. Bengals? Cowboys. Cowboys. So uh, the Niners, uh, followed by the Eagles, then the Chiefs, then the Bills. So two NFC, two AFC, and then the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Uh, How could so many NFC teams? This is going to sound really stupid to me, but I don't care. How can <laughs> How can so many NFC teams have the best odds to be in the Super Bowl? Like, shouldn't they in some way cancel each other out? Hmm. Well, the AFC would cancel each other out because there's so many good teams in the AFC. I would think it would be harder for them. Where how many teams can win the NFC title this year? Niners, Eagles, Cowboys. Anybody? Isn't that the top three that you just mentioned? Niners, Eagles, yeah. yeah. yeah like, see, to me, that should cancel each other out. You, like, they can't both have the best odds to be there. Right, you think it alternates. Right, like it should be like the NFC and the AFC. That should automatically be one, two, because an AFC team has to be there, yeah. technically. Yeah. I checked, they have to have an I, I AFC team. I think they have to have they an do? AFC I, team. You're there. right about that. Yeah. Are you sure? Thank you, John. <laughs> Oh, Todd's back. How's it going? Hey, good to see you again. Are you healthy? I am. That's, how about a round of applause yeah. for Fritzy? Thoughts and prayers. We had some of our best shows last week with I Todd out. But, uh, you know, let's try to rally, okay? Good food Friday yeah. from Traeger Grill. Great food. I have leftovers out there. Chad from Traeger, I That's said, awesome. you know, leave some scraps for Fritzy. So we have some, uh, some food out there that for That was you. a lot of stuff you guys were chowing down on. Yeah. All right, we'll get to phone calls, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. College football, we'll talk about that. Texas with a big win against Alabama, dominating in the fourth quarter. Colorado continues. We wanted Colorado to continue to win. We wanted Oregon to continue to win, USC to continue to win. So when Oregon plays Colorado, after Colorado plays Colorado State, we want to make sure we have that kind of showdown. And then USC that showdown as well. Miami over uh, A&M, some of the uh, big moments with college football. We'll take a break. 
Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback, will stop by. Ross Tucker, our good buddy, a little bit later on as well. And Ross Tucker getting roughed up on social media because he referred to Taysom Hill of the Saints as a Jim Thorpe type of player. We'll play that for you, and uh, you can decide. I know what Ross meant to say. I understand why he's getting roughed up on social media. We'll take a break. Just getting started. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback, never has to defend himself. He's always right. And he joins us right now. Albert, thanks for joining us. Uh, let me start with the poll question, Seton. Cough that up for uh, for Albert. Yeah, Dan, who had the worst weekend? We have uh, Alabama, we have uh, the Giants, and we have the Bengals. Out of those three. And USA Basketball. <laughs> okay. Threw them in there. Well, I was going to ask who we lost to. Uh, we lost to Canada and Germany. 
We lost to Canada in it, basketball? Think of the bronze medal game. Too. Yeah, and bron- no, Canada's had a, has a really talented team. There's a lot oh, of guys in the NBA who are from Canada that you might not realize. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did we like? But we sent over like our C team or well, something. It, Albert, stay in your lane here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Stay well, in your lane. Um, I would say that the ta- the 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 one that would to me of like the three. I think you mentioned the Giants, the Bengals, and Alabama. I think the Giants is the toughest loss just because I, I think the Bengals and the Bengals is easy to couch it where it's at. Like like all right, this hat this is a result in some way ways of a really sloppy track in Cleveland, bad conditions, Joe Burrow not having a lot of practice time or work with his receivers, the Bengals are going to work it out. Alabama's probably going to work it out too, right? Like now, are they going to be back in the national title game? Maybe, maybe not, but their season's not down the drain. The Giants, you got to ask a lot of questions about, you know, what happened there. And, you know, obviously they had a great year last year, but – a lot of things went right for them last year, and it was almost like the it's almost like the 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 bill came due on that all at once. I mean, I, I it was almost like I had to re remember looking at the box score. The Cowboys' first touchdown was their twenty sixth point of the game. Their first offensive touchdown was their twenty sixth point of the game, which is wild to think about. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I think the Giants are probably the team of those three that's doing the most soul-searching, I would say, which puts you in the position to answer that question. Yeah, we tend to look at the negative. Like, that team got blown out. The Bengals got blown out. The Giants got blown out. Uh, and and we don't focus on the team that, you know, did the blowing out. Mm-hmm. Dallas, how much credit do you give them without overreacting to them? How much credit do you give the Cleveland Browns without overreacting to it? Yeah, I, I think Cleveland's interesting because of the new coordinator. And I think this is maybe one of those storylines that we didn't talk about a lot about, um, you know, back when Jim Schwartz was hired in January, February, whatever it was, but wind up might wind up really impacting the NFL season because I think they have horses on that side of the ball. You know, obviously, Miles Garrett's one of the best players in the sport. Their secondary played incredible yesterday, and they've got players back there like, you know, a couple of first-round picks and Denzel Ward and Greg Newsome. Um, and I think we believe their offense can be pretty good. You know, like if Deshaun Watson gets back close to what he was a few years ago, their offensive line's really good. They had a bad injury yesterday in losing Conklin, but they've got a young kid in Dewan Jones they like in that spot. Nick Chubb's been one of the best backs in football. Um if that defense comes around now, all of a sudden they're pretty complete, you know, and Jim Schwartz is a guy who 20 years ago was the boy wonder defensive coordinator of the Titans was the defensive coordinator more recently of a Super Bowl champion Eagles team. He's a really sharp coach. And, you know, we all talked a lot about Vic Fangio getting hired in Miami and rightfully so like Vic's, you know, Vic made an impact yesterday and in, in, in getting Jalen Phillips free to, 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 to get the sack to close the chargers out. Um, Jim Schwartz is pretty damn accomplished too. So that's sort of what I take out of that one is like, if you're looking at the Browns and you want to say, maybe the arrows pointing up here is that they have been pretty competitive over Kevin Spansky's first three years, and they've done it without being very good on defense. And so if Jim Schwartz can get a really good group of players playing to the level they should be playing at, maybe the Browns are more of a threat and what could be the strongest division in football than we thought. More surprising that uh, the L.A. Rams go to Seattle and win or the Chargers at home against the Dolphins and they lose. 
Can we de- can I say, can I debunk the dumbest storyline of the off season right here? I love a good month? debunking. Absolutely. <laughs> the idiots who thought that the Rams were tanking for Caleb Williams. I, like I hope they watched every single minute <laughs> of this. Because with that coach and that quarterback, if you thought the Rams were tanking, if you thought Sean McVay came back to throw a season to get Caleb Williams, you have no clue who or what you're looking at. Um, is what the Rams did sustainable? I don't know. Um, you know, like they have, they're carrying 19 rookies on their 53-man roster. They're carrying $75 million in dead money. The depth thing's probably going to catch up with them eventually, right? Like, but... You know, I think one thing we've seen over the last, you know, five years is six years now is that Sean McVay's teams are going to be a bitch to deal with on a week in, week out basis. And you're going to be dealing with a lot schematically on offense. They're going to be aggressive on defense. Um, The schemes are always going to be top notch. Um, And you're going to get really good quarterback play. And I, I can tell you, talking to Matthew Stafford over the summer, like he was as happy and upbeat as I've seen him in a while because he's healthy again. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I, I think the Rams are going to be a tough out on a week to week basis. Again, like they, they've got some roster issues they're going to have to work through, but this idea that they were throwing the season was so freaking stupid from the start. And I think McVeigh at the very least has them competing at 500 through the end of the year. And maybe we're looking at the end of the year and they've got a bunch of young players who are on the way up. And they've got now a first-round pick for the first time in almost a decade and a clean cap going into 2024. The Chargers, I don't know, man. Like, I just – they they just – it's I, I try not to be surprised anymore. I guess it's the best way to answer that question, you know, because they do have talent and they do have potential. And I thought Kellen Moore was going to make a difference. And I think Justin Herbert looked pretty good on balance. I it's just like for the last 15 years, it doesn't matter who the coach is, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They've like perpetually been next year's team, you know, and I don't know what it is, but you always get to these moments and it's like, all right, here's where they get over the hump. And for one reason or another, they just haven't been able to do it. And so, um, look, like I, I, I still think it's a playoff caliber team. The Dolphins are really talented and explosive on offense and they add Fangio on defense. Um, but I, I think it's, it's hard not to look at the Chargers and think, is this what we've been looking at over the last 15 years? And maybe that's not fair to Brandon Staley and, and Justin Herbert because they've only been there for a few of those 15 years. But it's just a weird thing. It just feels like the same story again. He's the Monday morning quarterback, Albert Breer, joining us on the program. The Eagles were disappointing to me. They started out yeah. 16-0, and then you let the Patriots come back. Patriots could have won that game. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how you feel about the Patriots in a loss or how you feel about the Eagles in a win. Yeah, I, I think I would agree the Eagles were a little disappointing. Um, you know, I and I think that this is, you know, what all coaches will tell you is week one is, you know, often an anomaly. And it's really hard to take much from week one because there's so many unscouted looks across the league and there's so much the coaches are doing and there's so much of a guessing game going on. And like the one thing I can sort of, the one thing I sort of think with the Eagles out coming out of yesterday, they had such a good mix on their coaching staff the last two years with Nick Sirianni's group. And I remember hearing all these stories about 
like how they were all, you know, they're all the same age and they all have kids the same age and they all work at the same pace. And I, there was even this great story. And I don't know if, you know, you read this, but I wrote this after the last regular season game for them last year. So Nick Sirianni comes from like a long line of high school football coaches. And you know how high school football coaches will go and you know, have beers on Friday nights after the game in someone's backyard, right? Nick Sirianni actually did that with his coaching staff last year. Um, after the regular season, because it was like, well, I never got the chance to do this. We can't do that in the NFL. So now we have the buy. So we're going to go and do it now. It's just sort of indicative of the mix they had there. And so you do wonder, like, they lost both their coordinators. And I'm not saying Brian, Brian Johnson and Sean Desai aren't going to be good offensive and defensive coordinators. They're really smart young coaches. But the mix was changed a little bit. You know, so you wonder if in week one they're still working through some of that. And um, that's the question I would have. I I felt like coming in, the Patriots would have a chance to have a top five defense. I think you saw that. Really encouraging what you saw from their first-round pick in Christian Gonzalez. And that the plan for them was to lean on their defense and their run game and shorten games. And, you know, Bill Belichick maybe dusting off the Super Bowl 25 game plan, you know, and like how how, how to run the team this year. I'd be really encouraged what I saw from them playing from behind. It looks like Bill O'Brien made a difference. They were creative. They played with pace early in the game. Um, they flattened out a little bit, then they adjusted, which I think was a good sign versus where they were a year ago. And Mac Jones played really well. You know, So I think you have an established formula in what they're going to be in New England, which I think would get them to the middle of the AFC, leaning on their run game and defense. And then yesterday you got a chance to see them play from behind and lean on their quarterback. And I think you saw some good things in that vein too. Always great to talk to you. Thank you, Albert. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Congrats to our good buddy, Ross Tucker, Westwood One CBS Sports NFL analyst, former NFL offensive lineman, and made his NFL debut yesterday with the uh, Saints game, Saints and the Titans. And uh, congratulations. How did it feel being uh, an analyst breaking into the NFL? Thanks, Dan. Uh, It felt awesome, man. It it was a lot of fun. Uh, I actually think CBS has done, and this sounds self-serving, but – They've done a great thing putting me in the same booth with Jason McCourty, right? I mean, I'm an offensive guy and an offensive lineman front seven guy. Jason's a defensive guy and a DB. So it it just works out perfectly in terms of the, you know, expertise that we can both provide during a broadcast. It was my first time doing a game with him and felt smooth and just awesome. Just awesome to be in that atmosphere, everything about it. You know, I'm, I'm doing the game and I hear James Brown after an update with Boomer, say, let's go back to Chris, Jason, and Ross. <laughs> it's just <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I saw where Keyshawn Johnson has the Saints going to the Super Bowl. Wow. Um, I don't know if I would go that far, especially with what we saw from some of the other NFC teams yesterday and just how good they looked. Um, I thought that clearly the Saints were better than the Titans and Carr played much better than Tannehill did, which has got to be a little bit concerning, right? I mean, Carr's with the Saints for the first time. Tannehill's been in, in Tennessee for years, and Carr was much more comfortable in that offense than Tannehill appeared to be. I think they got a great chance to win their division, and so that gives them a home playoff game. I don't know that I envision them going on the road uh, more than likely and beating teams like San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Dallas. The Titans, I don't understand. You've used first-round draft picks on the potential successor for Ryan Tannehill. You're really asking him not to, you know, throw interceptions. So he throws three interceptions. They're a defensive team and a running team. How long does Ryan Tannehill keep that job? Well, that's the question. There's There's no doubt about it. You know, I think he showed a lot of faith in DeAndre Hopkins on some of those throws. I think clearly the last interception, those guys just aren't on the same page yet. But, Dan, he could have had two or three others. I mean, he was really fortunate that that was not a four or five interception day for him. And he knows. I mean, we talked to him on Saturday in the production meetings. He knows the deal. They took 
Malik Willis two years ago. They took Levis this year. Uh, I mean, he's very well aware of the situation. It's the last year of his contract. Um, but as, as Mike Vrabel told us, you know, the teams are always trying to get younger, cheaper, better, and it's the veteran's job to fight off the younger, cheaper, better guy. I don't know that Tannehill did that yesterday. All right, you did have a moment that uh, you made social uh, social media yeah. get went viral because you really love yourself some Taysom Hill, the all-around player for the Saints. Here is Ross Tucker yesterday during the broadcast. Interesting to see the empty set here. A stack on the top. Hill keeps it himself. The powerful runner, Taysom Hill, out of BYU in his seventh year now with New Orleans. I'm not kidding when I think, and when I tell you, I think he's one of the best football players ever in Taysom Hill. Wow. Now, I know he's not a Hall of Famer or any of that. This guy can play quarterback, running back, tight end. He makes tackles on special teams. This guy's like Jim Thorpe. I mean, can, can you name any other guy that's ever done all the things that Taysom Hill did? He's like the perfect football player. Okay, if I gave you a mulligan, would you change anything that you said? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I might have said one of the best pure football players or one of the best all-around football players, just so that when the people, like, clip it on social media or the people that just hear that portion of it and tweet it. But, no, I mean, I think if you listen to the whole thing, I think that's what I meant. I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about – I said I'm not talking about, like, Hall of Famer or, like, all-time greats, like – Tom Brady, but if Lawrence you say Taylor, he's Jerry one of the Rice. best of all time, and I you put in Jim Thorpe, be- yeah, Dan, oh. he's the closest thing to Jim Thorpe in my lifetime. Now you're older than me, but we're talking about a guy that can run with speed, run with power. He has started games at quarterback. He is a kickoff returner. He makes tackles. On the punt team and the kickoff team, he plays fullback, running back. They split him out wide. Like, if you're talking about all of the things a football player can do, right, like the essence of being a football player, blocking, tackling, running, catching, throwing, I don't – I can't think of anybody else like him. I mean, he's the closest thing to a guy like Jim Thorpe or what we've read about Jim Thorpe in my lifetime. Yeah, but Jim Thorpe was elite at the positions he played. Taysom Hill is not good enough to start at any of the positions. He's not even the best player to come out of BYU. That was the problem that I had with Taysom Hill is a great curiosity. And he does play a lot of different positions. Uh, but I don't think he's a, a great football player. I think he's a very versatile football player. Yeah, I guess it's like so for me, I mean, he could start at every position on the field for, as, like as a high school player that that's incredible to me right like to me like if you're talking a pure all-around football player he's like Tom Brady obviously is the best quarterback of all time we all know that Tom Brady can't do half the things that Taysom Hill can do you know what I mean like Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time he's probably the greatest football player of all time but when you're talking about all-around pure football player, like what you ask football players to do I don't know anybody that can do as many different things as Taysom Hill, which I think makes him one of the best all-around football players that I that I can think of. Okay. I think 
using the word best of all time and putting in Jim Thorpe caught a lot of people's attention. But uh, Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think I, I, I would have thrown just the pure in there yeah. or the all-around. He's one of there. the most versatile players of all time. We can all agree on that. I just don't. And that, and that to me, as a guy that, like, had to battle to play one position, like, had to, had to work all day, every day, my whole life, to stick around for seven years at one position, to even get it through my skull that there's a guy that can basically play, like, seven or eight positions on a roster is just – like that, it, he blows my mind away. And I know he's not all pro or pro bowl. Any, I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm just talking about one of the most unique, coolest, best pure football players that I can think of. He's Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS Sports, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Uh, what game do you have next weekend? Uh, I've got a couple, actually. i got a college game for CBS, Vandy, and UNLV, and then I'll be in the booth for Westwood one Sunday night dolphins and Patriots, mm. which will be very interesting. The dolphins, that was just ridiculous yesterday. I mean, it's they they are as fun to watch as any team we've seen in a while. Offensively, certainly. And to go on the road to beat uh, the chargers, but you know, we always overreact certainly the first week, but what is not an overreaction either positive or negative in your opinion? Uh, well, you're right about that. And and I think the thing that people forget, Dan, is that week one is such a unique entity unto itself because it's the first game, right? And, like, we didn't know what these teams would do with their new personnel. Now things settle in a little bit more and normalize a little bit. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys are that good at, like they looked last night. I think they're good. Um, I think what might be kind of real – is the 49ers. I mean, that was really impressive. The, the Cowboys had all kinds of, like, the ball tipped. They they block a kick, return for a touchdown. The Niners just came out and beat that you-know-what. I mean, that, like, there was nothing fluky or random in the Niners' beatdown of the Steelers like there was with what happened in that Cowboys-Giants game. Always good to talk to you. And uh, Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Dan. Very proud. Very proud that you got a chance to do some NFL games, and uh, you, you certainly put in the hard work. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Taysom Hill is not a great football player, though. Just... <laughs> I didn't say great. I said one of the best ever. <laughs> You're all-around football players. Thank you, Ross. Thank you. That's Ross Tucker. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7. 
or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.